2: Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Sports.com. Make sure uh, you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on um, our Twitter X timeline at A to Sports. Also, make sure you hit us up. Um, on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau health plans. Get better with Farm Bureau health plans. That means better coverage rates and service at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Uh, The Aura app, keeping us all safe online. And you can get a two-week free trial with Aura by using our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, for all of your equipment needs with three great locations uh, in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. Princess Sam is paying off the magic bucket uh, from last week wearing the tiara and the earring diamond studs uh, from uh, Claire's, right? Is that where you went? You shopped at Claire's?
0: Well- why you tell me you're the one that uh you Amazoned them to me you said don't I, I was gonna go to claire's and you're like don't worry i got you you had a place in mind immediately that you were gonna go you've got a tiara shop apparently
2: so. yeah i yeah i do uh now there has been uh, multiple purchases from said uh, shop on amazon where uh you and i have the same set uh mine is just <laughs> in a in a storage bin somewhere in my attic that i couldn't reach yeah, uh, so that's where spend, this is going
0: to end up. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be sad
2: to spend the extra 15 bucks to get Sam a set, uh, too. So, uh, anyway, you look great, uh, rocking it as always. But, Sam, it is a big day because the Titans and every other NFL team has to be down officially to 53 man re- men on their roster, uh, before, uh, you know, the, the end of the NFL business day when it comes to 3 p.m. Central Time. So, we'll talk a lot about the cuts that the Titans still have to make. But Sam, you were at practice yesterday and Traylon Burks uh, was back. And I'll let you kind of set this thing up because uh, I don't know if anybody was really expecting Traylon Burks to be back on day 12 after his LCL sprain up in Minnesota. But kind of set the stage on what that was like for everybody else yesterday.
0: Well, the Titans have a hard and fast rule that like if a guy is on IR or the Pup List, they cannot speak to the media. The media do not talk to them. Uh, even if the guy's hanging around in the locker room, you're not allowed to speak to the guy. Typically the Titans like to maneuver around those rules by also putting anybody who's in question or slightly injured, uh, making them not really available in the locker room. Those, those players don't usually hang out in the locker room during like the open hour. We had about an hour of open locker room time yesterday, our first time in the Titans locker room, uh, for the 2023 season. And we saw Kyle Phillips. We saw Traylon Burks. We saw Dylan Radens, who also returned to the practice field back on what yeah. uh, was in the locker room. And we kind of looked around and I looked at, uh, you know, one of the Titans PR people. And I said, like, are we good to talk to Traylon? Like what's the deal there? And he said, he's not on IR. And so immediately our group headed over there and we, we went and talked to Traylon and I got to admit Austin, his poker face, was uh, pretty exceptional. Here's a, a quick snippet out of the interview with Traylon Burks in the Titans locker room asking about the recovery from the LCL sprain.
1: i with everything, you know, just making sure that I hear the little details that they give me or give the guys around me. And just making sure I'm just staying locked in. I'm just scared. Go ahead, Teddy. I saw when the injury happened, and Mike Bradwell. He said that you know once you got the diagnosis, there was a, a good bit of relief. Yeah. What were you fearing after? Um, just knowing, like I've already been through a, a ACL injury before, and uh, you know it's just scary when you, you when you hurt your knee. And you know, I was just thankful, you know, prayed, you know, God always comes through. With his blessings and, and, and everything. How do you, you handle it now, as far as knowing when you're good to go? I guess I mean, it's going to be selective between you, trainers, coaches, but will you—you gonna have to try to be patient yourself? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I just let God take His course. I don't try to rush anything. When I, uh, Todd, them tell me that I'm good to go, then I, you know, I'll be prepared to go out and play. Something. was it was a tough pitch? I mean, you. So. I mean, there
0: were follow-ups with Traylon and asked, you know, what's the timeline? And he said, I, I don't really have a timeline or a goal for week one. I'm just going to, and you heard him, right? I, I'll go out there when when Todd and them tell me I'm good to go out there. I'll be ready to go out there and play. And so we said, okay, Traylon sounds pretty optimistic. Kind of we'll see what uh, he has going on. And I saw him about 15 minutes later, walking through the locker room, coming out of like the bathroom and he yeah. A helmet in his hand, and I kind of went, <laughs> "Why does Traylon Burks have a helmet in his hand? That's very weird." Well, we get out there, and sure enough, number sixteen is in jersey on the practice field, hopping in for individual drills. So uh, here's a quick look at uh, what Traylon did yesterday. Just <laughs> So, I, I mean, Austin, Traylon's out there, not too full speed, but, you know, you saw him jumping, making the one-handed catch, landing, by the way, on his left knee when he came down with that grab. And just to see him moving out there was a, you know, a big sigh of relief. All of the attention very quickly went from, oh, Dylan Radins is a surprise guy to be off, off the IR and, you know, off the pup list and back on the active roster. Everybody looked there and very quickly we said, nope, number 16 on the field. We're going to keep uh, keep our eyes dialed in over here.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a big deal, right? I mean, pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> the 12, fact days. That, yeah, 12, 12 days. Yeah, 12 days. Because we all remember the scare. It was a Wednesday. You were in Minnesota. I was running errands and thought I had a chill day. And then something happens and Traylon Burks goes down and needs assistance from teammates to get off the practice field. And then a cart takes him to the locker room and you're thinking oh no grimacing from a knee and then you heard uh you know burks talking to you guys in the media in the locker room right there uh of saying you know when you've torn your acl before you have that that scare of oh no this feels bad again and so i i think that's you know the great the great thing is that Traylon burks 12 days after the injury was back on the practice field and yeah of course he wasn't Going through the shoot uh, drill as explosive as his normal get off the line of scrimmage burst looks, but he's just out there, you know, making those catches, jumping and and landing. I thought was the most impressive part of it because that's truly showing the trust that he's trying to gain back in that knee. And I look, it's a great development that Traylon Burks is out there practice, you know, a full what 10 days before. Uh, almost two full weeks, not quite 13, two full 13 weeks.
0: Thirteen days, yeah, before, thirteen
2: days before the first game.
0: Yeah, like I, I think that's a hundred percent right. Like number one, makes total sense that Traylon would have been fearing the worst. You, if you've gone through ACL before, you come down and you start holding your knee. There's immediate frustration. There's immediate fear. There's immediate, I'm out for the year. I know what this is like, and, and a lot of emotions that come with that. So. Yeah, a lot of relief as well to not have it be that worst case scenario. But also one of the biggest things that we kind of talked about when we were reviewing what the injury meant for the Titans was, okay, well, if his recovery is in the two to six week range, it was a pretty big range, but that's kind of what they place on, you know, a spring, depending on Mm -hmm. the certain grade of it. it. Then there's a period of like, Well, ramping back up to speed and and having missed practice for so long. And so seeing Traylon out here now, as opposed to right up leading to that game in New Orleans or right after that game in New Orleans means that like he now has a full two weeks of practice to get back up and, and build up his speed again to be ready to go for a game. Oh, yeah. So like it, it's a completely different ball game now than it would have been if he was like returning around the same time as week one, which uh, you know I think is huge for for the Titans.
2: Yeah, I think it's massive. So let's ask this question to everybody uh, here at uh, on the show today: What is your confidence level in Traylon Burks playing in Week One versus the Saints now that he's back at practice? What is your confidence level in Traylon Burks playing Week One? Now that he's back in practice, and you know, at 12 days after uh, the injury occurred and 13 days uh, before the first game, Traylon Burks is getting work in. So, what is your confidence level on a one through 10 scale of Traylon Burks playing in week one versus the Saints? The first, I'll tell you guys. About my confidence level in Farm Bureau Health Plans could not be higher because Farm Bureau Health Plans, they've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. Uh, They've helped Zach. They've helped several of our A to Z sports employees in the state of Tennessee get better health coverage for a less rate. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but that's what Farm Bureau Health Plans does is save money on your health coverage, but get better coverage and get better service. And you can do that with Farm Bureau Health Plans by going to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. They can take care of everything uh, or they can, you know, fill in some gaps that you might have. Maybe a, a lot of uh, employers don't have the best dental or vision options uh, in their system, but you can go to Farm Bureau Health Plans a la carte and just do that. Or the whole kit and caboodle, Farm Bureau Health Plans, they've been doing it for such a long time. Uh, for anybody in whatever your life stage is, whatever your family situation, if you're single, if you got a family of, of eight, like the Philip Rivers family, they've got you there too. So, uh plan on them for your health coverage at fbhp.com/atoz.
0: Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code sports. when you sign up with BetMGM to get up to $1000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. It's football season. Week 0 in the books, week 1 of college football coming up this weekend and then the NFL is right on its tail. So now is as good of a time as any to get back with a sports book and get with BetMGM. use the bonus code ATOZ sports for a second chance to win big and up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win.
2: All right. It is eSports here live on this Tuesday, asking you guys, what is your confidence level in Traylon Burks playing week one? Now that he is practicing 12 days, after the injury, Sam, I'll send you uh, to the comment section, but there are some people that are triggered and confused on why you're wearing a tiara and earrings. <laughs> it's because the Magic Bucket uh, told you to do so, and uh, one of the, the biggest people triggered is, of course, it's GK, who's just so... Oh, is he rattled? Mind, yeah, he's mind blown on why you're wearing such ridiculous outfit, but you know, the Magic Bucket does yeah. what the Magic Bucket wants to do, and sometimes it turns you into a princess for a day. Uh, so the there you go. The Magic
0: Bucket is ruthless, man, and you know... <laughs> it it never spares me. I always get the uh, I always get the tough ones on the magic bucket. Jack right. got something so easy, yeah. I don't remember yeah. what it
2: was. It, that's fair. But all right. all right, one through ten, what's everybody's confidence level? All
0: right, uh, Troy's at a full ten. D Allen's at seventy percent, so 7.0 out of ten. Uh, we got one hundred or ten from John, eight from Guy, five from Jonathan, nine from Billy Jones, six from Andre, six from Hoshi. Seven from Titan up, six from Bald and beard, five from Steven Woods, seven from Yuri. We have a six from Stephen and Timothy and Brad. David's at a nine, Nick's at a seven, Maserati Max at an eight point five, a ten from Eric, an eight point five from Billy Ward. I- I'm doing the conversions myself. Yeah, I like I yeah. like your math. You
2: yeah. just move the decimal point. That's seven
0: decimal point five from Jabu, a two point two two from Stephen King, a nine from Titans Kyle, a four from Hill. Uh, A 4.5 from Jake, a 4 from Jameson, 7.5 from Matt, 7.5 from Darius, 7 from Zach. Kind of all over the place. 4, 8, 10, 4.5, 9, 7, 7, 9. Austin, most popular answer, probably 7, although I do see some 8s coming in here. But, I mean, the, the variance is pretty steep here. Everything from like 3s and 2s to 10s. Uh, so out of 10, what is your confidence level in Trailenberg's playing
2: week one? I've always, ever since we learned what the injury was, right? Like after the freakout mode that we asked, uh, you know, what was, we asked the question the next day of what was your freak out? And people were very high on like 11 on the freak out mode, but Ian Rappaport was really quick with the LCL sprain and just said a few yeah. weeks. And so we knew the injury when it happened was 25 days away uh, from week one's game against the saints. And so I think, um, I think it's pretty, I've always been confident of him playing week one. So if you were to say, ask me this after we had the doc talk conversation, we'll get to that later on. I probably would have said a seven out of 10, but seeing him practice yesterday and seeing him go up in that jump ball drill over the dummy, snag it with one hand and then land on his left knee. I'm up to an 8.5, Sam. I, I think Traylon Burks is going to play for the Titans week one at the New Orleans Saints. Now, how good can he be and what are his limitations? And we'll talk about that later on, but that's a different conversation. I think he's going to play week one. I also wonder the difference in how much more, they have needed Traylon Burks to be playing because like three days after he got hurt in Minnesota, Kyle Phillips got hurt in Minnesota. Yeah. And, and he's so, not going to play. Yeah. And he's yes. Yeah. Right. So I'm at an 8.5 Sam out of 10 that Traylon Burks will play and will be wearing his 16 Titans uni in new Orleans and whatever that superdome is now called uh, on September 10th as the Titans, plus three on bed mgm uh go take on the saints for uh opportunity to win week one
0: sprinkle it you might oh, have to sprint, I, I, again yeah. i've been
2: on i was on it i took titans plus three the day after deAndre hopkins signed
0: you should have taken them to win the division the day before deAndre I, hopkins i sent. took
2: i took the titans to win the afc south on bed mgm the day DeAndre Hopkins got cut by the Cardinals.
0: <laughs> They're still like plus 380 or something like yeah. that on BetMGM. Like the odds are kind of surprising for yes, a team are. that I feel like is a coin flip at this point to win the division. Yeah.
2: Before you get to the, your answer, Sam, though, because uh, yeah. Lou Man says, week one is a must win. No, it's not a must win. It is an opportunity to start off good because we do know the first six games of the Titans season is probably the most difficult stretch of the of the schedule on paper because of the AFC opponents actually week one is the yeah. least important game of those six because it's an NFC opponent but we all understand that's probably the one of the worst opponents on the schedule in that first stretch outside of the Colts uh, because there's a lot of playoff teams there
0: yeah I mean so like I look at it and I get where Lumens coming from I think there is a level of importance to the game Because when you're in the position the Titans are in, which is like, they're not going to go 13 and four, they're not gonna completely steamroll everybody and be one of like the the number one seed in the AFC. I don't think that's what this team is. Mm -hmm. But I do think that they're certainly, uh, like I said, a coin flip to be the AFC South champion, and they should be in contention. And when you know, I view the season as potentially coming down to one or two games, it's going to be games like this those first three that I think are really, really impactful. Like if you lose to the Bengals, you lose to the Ravens. Those are good teams that like, okay, you lost to good teams, but you have to win a majority of what I would consider your toss-ups. And I would consider the new Orleans saints in week one of Derek Carr on that team. I would consider the Cleveland Browns on the road toss-up games for the titans no alvin
2: Kamara, as we've known for yeah yeah, and
0: you come away from those with a win and then you have some of like the the weaker opponents in your division games like it bodes well for the titans if they win those so i get where he's coming from that it's like a must win but yeah anything that early is is you're not able to deem it that you know right off the bat that's so a little unrealistic but i understand the the thought process there that Yeah, you win the toss ups, and you're usually in a good spot to make the playoffs
2: for sure. Um, so I do think you know, Michael Jones says the Titans will win seven games. I think if the Titans win seven games, that is a massive uh disappointment for what they've been able to do. And
0: I would agree, uh, yeah, I mean, they won seven games last year, and I, I don't think there's anybody that doubts on paper the Titans are improved in a lot of areas now, their depth might not necessarily be there. And they, but I think their starting 11 on both offense and defense is substantially improved from where they were this time in 2022. And so, if that team was able to win seven games with all of the injuries and chaos that ensued, this team with a much easier schedule should be able to win more than seven.
2: By the way, Titans plus three and a half now against the Saints. So if you want that extra half, that half addition, point, I might just double. I'm going to double down on it right now. So there we go. Uh, now I've got two. Point. I, I, I now know. I've got both of them in the in the in the hopper. Just take there. an alt
0: spread. Take an alt spread. of like minus five and a half. Get those good odds and taking ah, the win by. A those
2: are not available yet. Uh, we're we're uh, too far away from those yet. But anyway, all right. So Sam, we're going to get to your confidence level. Uh, what is your confidence level? We're asking all of you guys your confidence level and trailing Burks playing in week one against the saints for the titans now that he's back at the pra- on the practice field uh, after uh you know 12 days from that injury but first let me tell you guys about the aura app who can keep you safe online aura is where to go for all of your online digital safety that you can trust because i've used aura now for i'm losing track of the months because i signed up in early april i guess four and a half plus months now with me and aura and it's been great. I get less spam calls. I get less spam junk emails of lists that I didn't sign up for, and it's keeping me safe when it comes to my password protection too. Because every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, Aura will send me an update notification and say such and such password has been possibly leaked. Go change it. Okay, thanks, Aura. And then I just go about my day. I change it. it takes no time. Uh, it took me two or three minutes to sign up with Aura. And they got rid of 30 data brokers who are sharing my information, uh, not with my uh, acknowledgement there. They got rid of those data brokers in five or six days. Well, if you uh, sign up with our link with Aura, aura Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, that gives you a two week free trial to get rid of the data brokers, to get set up with your password management protection, also credit and identity theft monitoring as well, and every other service that Aura offers if you have kids. They've got parental monitoring, too, for all those devices and whatever else you have with your home from a digital aspect. So, Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial. Once again, check out our sponsor, Aura, for a two-week free trial. Check them out, Aura.com slash ATOZ.
0: Today's show, powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Austin mentioned it, plus three and a half on the Titans in New Orleans. I was also looking... Believe Tennessee is minus twenty eight against Virginia. I'm taking the Cavs to cover. Uh we will see how that one goes. I, but I
2: will have a Friday bet for that game. Okay. No, just so just All right.
0: I like it. Uh, College football's here too. Let's not forget about that. You can place your bets on BetMGM, use the bonus code ATOZ sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, that's a second chance to win big with the money back into your account up to $1,000. Best way to do sports betting is when the risk is limited and you can win and get a second chance at it even if you lose. So get with BetMGM.com, the king of
2: sportsbooks. All right, Sam. So uh, we've been waiting. I said 8.5 out of 10 is my confidence level in the Titans having Traylon Burks on the field week one. What is your confidence level one through 10?
0: Yeah. So I actually think you described the thought process pretty well of like panic was off the charts. Right? When you see him go down how he did, everybody assumes the worst and like it's this, uh-oh, that's not good. Now there was a part of me and I I remember telling you this when I was out there in Minnesota, I was like, I feel like it could be like a calf strain or like Mm -hmm. something that's not like super severe, but I don't see how he doesn't miss at least significant time. Then we had our, our doc talk with Dave Kempford at the bone and joint Institute. And uh, it gave me more confidence, especially hearing Mike Vrabel say this is the best case scenario for trailing that this was a lower grade sprain to the LCL and, and, you know, that timeline felt like more beginning of the season, but I was still not sure week one was like too realistic considering how important Traylon Burks is. I figured the Titans might want to err on the side of caution. I'm 9.5. Really? Like I, I watching Traylon on the practice field yesterday, knowing that he has two full weeks to continue recovering, uh, knowing that he's important to their offense and that he wants to be out there and he wants to play his attitude, his demeanor, everything seemed very, very positive from him. And then to watch him not really have any issues. Yeah. There's still limitations to what trailing can do right now, but knowing there's two more weeks, I feel really, really good about him playing at at this point. I would be surprised if he wasn't in uniform Um, so yeah, I would go 9.5 out of 10, like, unless there's a setback, I don't see why Traylon Burks doesn't play week one. I saw a comment earlier and I don't remember who said it, but it was like, yeah, if you practice, you play, which is not always true, especially when contact can come into, you know, play. We see that with like Elijah Molden was a guy who would practice all the time last year and then not play on game day. But I do think that's the case for Traylon Burks. That if if there was still some doubt, he wouldn't be practicing twelve days after suffering the injury. Like this is a a pretty aggressive return, which points to a solid recovery and a goal to get him on the field week one.
2: I agree. Let, let's let's play the the interview from him again in the locker room of what you guys talked about. Uh, uh, on, you know, his injury path and kind of how he's taking it because this was before anybody knew he was going to practice. He hit that trail in Burks' uh, locker room.
1: He's with everything, you know, just making sure that I hear the little details that they give me or give the guys around me. Just make sure I stay in I'm just scare you go ahead today. I, I saw when the injury happened and Mike Bray he said that, you know, once you got the diagnosis there was a, a good bit of relief. Yeah. What were you fearing at first? Um, uh, just knowing like I've already been through a, a ACL injury before and uh, you know, it's just scary when you, you when you hurt your knee. And you know, I was just thankful you know, and you know God always come through with his blessings and, and, and How you how you handle it now as far as knowing when you're good to go? I guess I'm just gonna be selective between you, trainers, coaches, but when you You gotta have to try to be patient yourself. Um, Yeah, uh, I mean, I just let God take His course. I don't try to rush anything. When uh, Todd and them tell me that I'm good to go, then I, you know, I'll be prepared to go out and play. Was it was a tough pitch? I mean, you
0: the poker face, man. Right there. When Todd and them tell me I'm good to go, I'll be prepared. He knew he was suiting up 30 minutes from then. Oh man.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, look uh, like you called it aggressive that he's out there practicing and doing what he was doing too. Cause
0: like, that's well- a big, it's a great point. He wasn't just out there, you know, running through some rod, like he didn't go full speed at all times, but when they brought out the dummy and were doing the jump ball drill uh, of guys going up, I fully expected trailing to just go to the back of the line and skip this one. And I kind of, I think I was standing next to Paul Kaharski at the time. I looked at him and I said, oh, he's going to go like, he's, he's going to do this. And not only does he do do it, he goes up one handed catch lands on the left knee jogs off fine. And you're just like, okay, like Traylon's not just back. He's back.
2: back. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll play that again. I I just want to play the very beginning of that because that's the drill that we were unable to record video of. During training camp, when D Hop and Burks were doing this during special teams periods, that we could just only watch. Hey, just really impressive to go up and grab it with the one big paw have the ability to jump and land on that knee because we learned a lot from dave Kemford about the lcl on our doc talk segment about it's about the stability of the knee we also noticed sam in those videos there was no knee brace uh so i want to get to this video that we we clipped from that doc talk conversation because we asked dave about wide receivers and if a brace would be necessary when a player returned from the injury uh, and then about the wider receiver position as a whole. And here's what uh, Dave had to say about, uh, about potentially needing a brace when returning to
3: action. So a lot of right. guys go back and they'll wear like a stabilization brace. So that way, if they were to take a shot to the knee, or they take a little bit of harder cut, they got a little bit of support on that outside of that knee versus just what maybe the LCL is up to at that time. Um, you know, again, if it's a grade two type of those they're saying, you know, luckily this didn't sound like that. Those sometimes can be a, a six to 10 week kind of before they really start feeling good. But these, these great ones, a lot of times two weeks, some guys feel great. Other guys, it takes a little bit longer to get back. Um, but, but two to four is usually a great window as far as uh, our first guesstimates
2: anyway. So we know it's left LCL. What's the hardest type of route or the hardest cut to make with that, eight, with that LCL sprain is it inside, you know, towards his right or outside towards his left? What, do you, what would you think there?
3: So if we think about what that protects against, and so if this is the femur and this is the, the tibia on the bottom, if that LCL is running on this side, it's, it's anything that would open this side up. So a lot of times you're going to be running towards your left and then having to cut right if your knee dives outward, then that would strain that LCL a little okay. bit. Um, and so a lot of times it's anything that would kind of gap. Now, again, it does, there's some other structures in there that work with your ACL. And so if your ACL is a little weak, you're going to might rely on some of those other structures to kind of help help a little bit too. So it's not unusual for just any kind of like quick rotations um, or sudden starts and stops to be a little bit tough at first too. Um, but, uh, but definitely the things, you know, the the longer kind of routes where you can predict and make adjustments slowly, those are going to go probably very well for him early on. Um, and they may, they may hold back on certain types of routes and practice and stuff until he feels like those, those easier routes go well. And then the hard cuts, plants, outs, those kind of things, those those are the things that you're going to you know probably see him go back to last in practice before they cut him loose.
0: Yeah, I mean, super helpful and super, I I think, accurate to what we saw. Traylon did a lot of straight line stuff, uh, so maybe a little bit less surprising to see, like, coming out of the chute, like, stuff like that, where he's not exactly doing, like, a ladder drill or doing, like, super high speed.
2: It's the uh, drill, Sam, where they make the catch and they turn and go upfield. Like, how slow and methodical he took that, I think, is telling as well but like the fact that it's, you know, he's still got 13 more days. He's got more time after that practice than he yep. had before the practice from the injury, right? 12 Correct. days after the injury, 13 days to go before the game. And so I think it's massive. And so now it's like, like I said earlier, I think he's going to play. You're at a 9.5 out of 10. I'm going an 8.5 out of 10 of confidence level. that'll play. Now it's how can the Titans use him and protect him a little bit. And I think it's, if it's like we, like I asked and that's what I was thinking of like, what routes is he not going to run? How yeah. can Traylon Burks be used formationally uh, to make sure that that knee is protected so you can still use him, but maybe it's not lining him up on the left side and him running a slant cutting in off of that left knee. That's probably not what he's going to be in against new Orleans. Can he run a fade route on third and goal from the five and go get it? Looks like he can because he landed on that knee. Uh, in yesterday in practice and so I, it's the long routes the uh, the continental routes as dave mcginnis the titans radio says where you're just running from one side of the formation across the field to the other i think that makes sense i think it's uh, you know the go routes i think to an extent you don't want to have him overextend it because that's how he hurt in the first place was on a go route down the field but i do think that there are several opp- opportunities for the titans to really use Traylon burks in week one Uh, but protect him from potential re-injury.
0: Yeah, and like half of the benefit of having Traylon out there is to be a decoy in some ways, like command attention, like make a defense pay attention to somebody on the field other than DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. And I think that's what's really exciting about the Titans starting offense on paper this year is that a world that has Traylon Burks and DeAndre Hopkins and Conquo and Derek Henry in the backfield and maybe Tajay Spears somewhere. Like there's just a lot of pieces and a lot of moving parts that an opposing defense has to keep up with and, you know, try and stop, which I think bodes well for, you know, a guy like Ryan Tannehill to, you know, have a simple, uh, like guys with separation and, and, you know, find open receivers a little bit more. So I think Traylon's as valuable as a decoy and as valuable as, a like just attention getter than anything else. And so if he can run those long downfield cross field routes, you know, and he can draw safety or, you know, pull somebody away from a, a receiver or a route, that's going to come open. That's an opportunity for the Titans to, to use him in a productive way, even if it doesn't pop on a box score.
2: Yeah. And that's where Eric says, uh, Traylon was also going 25%. I don't know if he was going 25%, but he absolutely, yeah, which was, is true.
0: He was yeah. absolutely taking it easy. Uh, and that I, I'd rather him be out there taking it easy than not out there. So, I you know, know, it's, it's a big, it, it was a big step in the right direction.
2: Yeah. And so, when's the next time they're on the practice field? Same, who is it? Wednesday?
0: We will, well, they will be out there Wednesday. Media. We media will not be out there. We will be there Thursday. Uh, we will also hear from general manager Rand Carthon uh, Thursday morning before practice. So Thursday is the next time that we will get a look at Traylon and see how he has progressed,
2: which is multiple days after yesterday's practice. So if there was any swelling afterwards and that's had time to be managed and to go down. So we'll keep an eye out there on that, but Sam, let's go ahead and, uh, Flip it to some bold prediction times. We're going to ask everybody, what's one bold prediction you have for the Titans' initial 53-man roster? I have mine locked and loaded. So what is one bold prediction for the Titans' 53-man roster? Uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, but Sam, go ahead and tell everybody um, about who we just heard from, the Bone & Joint Institute.
0: The Bone & Joint Institute, you heard it. You heard how knowledgeable they are, how accurate they are. And that's who you should turn to if you don't want to fumble on your recovery. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Located out in Franklin, you can schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org. The Bone and Joint Institute has a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery. With everything under one roof for maximum convenience, from image to clinic to surgery, rehab, testing, it's all there. You don't have to drive around Middle Tennessee going everywhere to this point A to point B to point C to hit different appointments. Just go out to their facility, see your doctors, get great care uh, for anything that you need, and don't fumble on your recovery. It's boneandjointtn.org.
2: Also, with BetMGM, we've talked about it a couple times, and Sam, I was wrong. You can Ooh. take a lot of alternate spreads for the Titans Alt against spread. the state. They're up there. You said plus 5.5. Is that minus minus one forty five?
0: I would take minus minus. Five oh, and a half or four tight. and a half tight. Cause the Titans are the dog. So take them to win by a oh. touchdown see what that looks like. Oh, it's that plus just, 400. It's intriguing. Plus 400, plus 400 to win it. by a touchdown in new Orleans feels like great, great value. Like <laughs> I'm going to be on that one.
2: So Hey, if it's, here's what you can do. You get a, your first bet offer when you sign up with Bet and GM with ATOZ sports is you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses. So maybe you just want to do Titans by a field goal as a, a six point uh, alternate spread there that you're moving it Titans uh, to win by a field goal with some plus money. And if they don't, uh, then no worries. You get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets uh, for that. And uh, if you hit it, you're, you're rocking and rolling with starting your BetMGM career and football season. So check that out and use uh, the BetMGM app, but use our code, ATOZ Sports. When you download the BetMGM app, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee, only new customer offer. All promotions, subtle requirements, first online rule, money wager, only rewards. You should not drop bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days and for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Uh, Sam, do you have a headache yet?
0: I'm dying. Um, I don't know if you can tell on my face. I, this is I like... will let
2: you you can remove uh, the tiara if you want to and you can oh. go back to regular Sam. Um, because i I, I have worn that and I know it's not uh comfortable.
0: Yeah, so we'll take a break. We'll we'll yeah. put it back. We can throw it back on for like the the Immaculate Grid later or something. Okay, and so I'm there like, you go. I got indentations throughout my skull right now. This is <laughs> uh, I'll keep the earrings.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. The earrings like you look, you're just looking like you're maybe I'm the, an earring guy. Who knows? Know. <laughs> you look like you're from like two thousand two. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Sam, bold predictions. For the Titans' initial 53 man roster, you want me to go first? Or you want me to go to the chat? How do you feel about
0: that? Let's this? go to the chat. Let's okay. see what the chat's saying. Uh, let's see. Billy says Eric Gare. I believe that means Gare's is going to make the team. Uh, release Monty Rice, NWI being cut. Colton Dowell makes it. Racy finally gets cut. Uh, well, Racy's gotten that's, cut. That's a lot. Well, Racy getting cut. Racy's gotten cut every year, basically. He, I think he, he made
2: it last year. Then they put him on IR.
0: Yeah, but then like he's also been a practice squad guy in the past, hasn't he? Racy. Uh, I, I
2: think he's made it both. This is his third year. I think Racy's oh. made the initial fifty-three man both years, and then has been on injured reserve the majority of that. Time.
0: Straight tire Oh, Well, yeah. then I stand corrected. Uh, Will Levis gets cut or traded? That is bold, <laughs> Mister Jones. <laughs> uh choices yeah dowell makes the 53 we will sign him and sign a kicker and cut him a day later dowell makes the 53 and nwi gets cut. monty rice gets cut monty rice gets cut from jamar uh mason kinsey on the 53 from mr jones uh they keep six outside linebackers from maven uh let's see what else we got here we have kinsey makes the cut same with uh rooney says mason kinsey as well um chat not happy that i took the uh the tr off we'll throw it back i could tell you're in pain i needed a breather for a second we'll put it back on a little bit uh what else we got here rice on season ending ir um so
2: i I do have an update because i don't know if you were a part of this uh sam but i did hear hear from kayla anderson uh this morning on 104.5 that she talked to monty rice in the locker room and he made it sound like he's dealing with like something non-football related. Yeah,
0: well, John Glennon talked to him, okay. um, and I was kind of within earshot of it. And John and I were were discussing Mon- Monty's. Uh, yeah, I, Caleb probably went over there as well. But the way John put it was, uh, Monty said life and God had been what had been keeping him out of Titans yeah, life. practice. Life and God, and he said. So not like an injury thing. And he said, no, just life, man. Uh, Which is
2: interesting. I I don't, I I don't necessarily know what that means.
0: Also interesting because I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. uh, You can just tell it to me after the show. Monty has been doing things that would suggest he was working back from injury with other players.
2: Right. That's what I thought that way.
0: So that it, it seemed and, and looked like an injury situation for Monty. Over the last few weeks, um, I'll keep remind you, though. Mike Vrabel said, uh oh, Monty's working through some things. He's unavailable. So that's not working necessarily-
2: through some things could You're be right. life,
0: right? That, that that's not necessarily an injury thing. Uh, more bold predictions. Caleb Murphy from Levante. Kiaris Jackson makes it. And so does Colton Dowell. Uh, we've got. uh Let's see what else we got. Some people saying Rice was at practice. He was there, but not practicing yeah, he was practicing yesterday so yeah that that was his first return um yeah Austin I think that's kind of what we got we okay, mainly I, the same three or four different yeah. bold predictions so do you have one that's in line with the chat or are you I the have
2: there was somebody that mentioned mine but now I don't know where it went uh so pardon me for not remembering the name of who was also on the same page with me I might try to continue to find it here but my bold prediction for the Titans initial 53 man roster is they will not have a kicker on the initial 53 man roster like they yeah. are going Bork Bork had that so i think they're going to wait and be patient and sign a kicker probably after all of the dust settles around the league With that, I don't think they're going to be one of these teams that trades for Nick Folk out of New England or trades for another kicker like what happened with Cleveland uh, this week. I think they start with no kicker on the roster, which keeps them open and flexible to finding the right kicker that they want. And they will continue to play rotational door uh, with uh, this kicking job which, you know, is it good? Is it bad? It's flirting with disaster as they have been. And Buck wrote a great article yesterday on itisesports.com that had a lot of uh, data on how bad the kicking situation has been in Mike ten tenure of 13-plus kickers that have been here, and they've had the worst percentage of made field goals and the lowest field goal attempts in the league during those time times. So I say no kicker. On the initial 53 man roster, that is my bold prediction. I don't yeah. know what that, how bold that is on the bold scale. It's not Mister Jones saying that Will Levis is going to get cut or traded, but it definitely is something that is a flirting with disaster type of decision.
0: Yeah, I mean the the kicking thing is uh, Mike Vrabel at his worst in a lot of ways uh, for a guy that I think is one of the better head coaches in the NFL in a lot of different areas and, and you know, Mike Vrabel is still w- an elite head coach who is uh, you know, the Titans are very lucky to have, but we know that probably his biggest issue is his stubbornness, his uh, not very open to changing his philosophies and ways of thinking. And it's been pretty apparent in his time with the Titans that kicker is not something Mike, v- Mike Vrabel has valued a ton, mm-hmm. which Feels odd for somebody who has been burned by a kicker quite a lot in his time as Titans head coach that that would be something. Uh, okay, all right.
2: I did you click on that or did I? No, I
0: did not. That yeah, was I,
2: I was right. not meaning to do that. That was an accidental mouse click.
0: Oh, no, um, but
2: yeah, Kevin saying should have drafted kicker, so Levis, yeah, yeah, no,
0: I'm not, you know, not,
2: not, yeah, but
0: not there. Like Mike Vrabel has been burned by kicker more than anybody and knows how. I would think knows how important it is to winning games. And yet you keep hearing time and time again, that like the investment just isn't there. Jack said on the podcast on the show yesterday that, you know, Mike Vrabel didn't want to pay Brandon McManus $2 million who, you know, was interested in being a Titan. And then, you know, for $2 million, he's now kicking for the Jags and the Titans don't have anybody. So it, it's confusing and yeah. well, I, here's I where I, I don't think, but I, just to get back to your yeah. prediction, I think that's hundred percent going to happen. And I, I don't think it's a bold prediction because yeah, it, it makes too much sense for them to wait for the other cuts to be made around the league, to know who's available to them, then signing somebody in the next, you know, five hours or whatever to make like to throw on their 53 man roster. So I think they will wait and sign somebody later this week um, maybe in the next few days to then get them ready for, you know, for week one in new Orleans, and maybe even try them out. And if it's not a major signing or a major move like Nick folk, maybe uh give somebody else a chance in practice, cut them and try again before you get to week one. Like it's yeah. still fluid.
2: It just allows the Titans to use an extra spot on the initial 53 for protection because we know there's going to be three quarterbacks, right? So that kind of ruins a spot that would go to another fringe roster guy. And so we know Kyle Phillips is not going to be available for the first bit of the season. So it allows somebody uh, to make the initial 53 before you move cut. Like for example, like people brought up Mason Kinsey. I, I, I don't know. I kind of have this gut feeling that Mason Kinsey might get like a, um like a an award uh for hey you've earned this to make the 53 man roster because we're going to put Kyle Phillips on the IR right afterwards and we're not going to sign a kicker so like Mason Kinsey makes the 53 Kyle Phillips goes on IR then the Titans sign a kicker like i kind of like i have like this weird gut sam that tells me that they're going to like reward Mason Kinsey for his 3 plus years of duty by giving him this opportunity because of the situation of dominoes with the kicker and Kyle Phillips.
0: My, like my, I, and I, I hear what you're saying. Cause I kind of have that feeling too. I just, I, like, I can't get over the fact like why? Like, because Mason, Jackson's
2: better. Right. But like, well, and I'm Mason not saying can, you're gonna he can be elevated.
0: Kind of thing, right? He can stick on your practice squad and be elevated. And so like, I've been saying forever, I, like, I think he plays week one. I think he's active week one. Mason Kinsey is. Yeah, but I I I don't know if you need to 53 him.
2: I feel like it's one of those, it's one of those like under the table, like nod of like you deserve this because of what it means to make a 53 and to be active on that 53 for week one means that your full salary is locked in for the year. And for somebody like Mason Kinsey, it's huge. Uh, to, to be a practice squad guy getting weekly checks uh, there and that's about it. But to have that, that salary locked in as a, look, you've been reliable. You've been here every off season, the last three to four years, you're playing DB on scout team. You're doing all these dirty work things that nobody wants to do. You're leading the drills of receivers. I, all of this, I, it's because of the Phillips kicker situation. It's, I feel like there's an opportunity. And plus like, Colton Dowell's not done anything, you know, none of these other undrafted rookies. I mean, outside of maybe Kyrgios Jackson, but I, I just kind of have a gut feeling that Kinsey's going to get that opportunity this year.
0: I will see. I, I, I don't know. I, I do understand where you get that, that feeling from. There's been this weird kind of like really optimistic, positive vibe around Mason Kinsey uh, throughout training camp and preseason where it feels like it, it feels different this year than it has in the past. So uh, like, I would definitely say that much. My bold prediction, Austin, uh, is something that I predicted, believe three or four weeks ago. And at the time I got met with a lot of like, really, that's very surprising. You might remember it because you were on the show with me. I'm going to stick to it. We talked about him earlier. I think Monty Rice is going to get cut. Uh, and uh, I said it three weeks ago. I rem- do you remember me saying this on the show I where do. I said, yeah. "I said sneaky surprise to get cut." Monty Rice is falling behind in the inside linebacker rotation. Uh, learning that this is not an injury situation with Monty makes this whole situation even more weird and ominous and hard to understand. And when he has been. On the field, he's been behind guys like Jack Gibbons and Chance Campbell in the rotation. He hasn't been on the field for a lot of uh camp as well. So I would not be surprised if the Titans cut ties with him, knowing that you're gonna keep Luke Gifford as a special teamer in your inside linebacker room. You're probably only going to keep five, and I think they like Ben Neiman a lot. I think they like jack gibbons a lot and we know aziz is making the team so is it a toss-up between chance campbell and monty rice i think so and campbell's gotten a lot a lot of work this training camp they drafted him more recently than they drafted monty that's going to be my bold prediction today uh, is that monty rice is not on this 53 man roster i i put him on my prediction but since then the news that it isn't injury-related has come out, and that, that changes things for me.
2: All right. Uh, I do have an update about a current Titans storyline that just came out 25 seconds ago. Oh. Uh Yeah. Um, some potential kicker nugget here on the show before we get to trivia. But first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Gubota. Krebs Gubota is an elite uh, Kubota dealer with three amazing locations in the midstate that is, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. You can check them out online at KrebsKubota.com. Krebs Kubota, the best equipment provider in the Mid-State. They've got the best equipment with the Kubota line, the best warranties that go along with the Kubota line, and then the best people in the business because of the Krebs family name. They've been serving Middle Tennessee for 18 plus years. They've expanded to their three locations in the last couple of years as well to reach more of you because they care about you and they care about the projects and the applications that you have around your property, whether it's the smallest of projects or the biggest of projects like baling hay. Uh, But if you need a new trimmer, need a new mower, whatever that looks like around your yard, Krebs Kubota has got it. And if you've got land out there in the county where you're trying to do some of the big projects, you need power units, you need a bunch of different uh, implementations to go along with it for accessibility and for ease, Krebs Kubota is your place. Build a relationship with them because that's what their goal is, is to build a true relationship with you of trust and reliability online at KrebsKubota.com.
0: Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you place your first wager on BetMGM, and even if you lose, you get a second chance to win big. That money goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000 You can replace a bet and make sure you hit it big with your second try. Uh, That's the best way to do sports betting, especially with football right around the corner. So get with betmgm.com, the king of sports books.
2: All right. So the recent update, Sam, this is coming from Diana Rossini. Now with The Athletic, Not uh, she moved from ESPN to The Athletic. So here is what she mentions here uh, in her tweet X post just a minute or so ago. She says the kicker market is busy. Teams currently making calls around the league looking for opportunities to trade for a kicker, Rams, Lions, 49ers, Broncos, and Titans. So teams, according to Diana Rossini, teams currently making calls around the league looking for opportunities to trade for kickers, Rams, Lions, Titans, Niners, Broncos. It's
0: interesting. So that's that I'm, is well, if, breaking that down, I like the Titans, not surprising that they'd be at least kicking the tires on seeing what it would take. I, I, I have doubts that they would actually do what it takes to go get one of those veterans, like a Nick Folk or somebody. But let's think about that because no, the 49ers drafted Jake Moody in the, the fourth round, but he's hurt. Uh, they also have Zane Gonzalez, I believe, who is hurt. And so they have with Zane Gonzalez and Jake Moody, potentially trading for a kicker. Detroit has a couple guys. They've got uh, John. He's got a funny name. They've got Riley Patterson, the old Jags kicker. And then they've got another rookie, John Romo, John Parker Romo is his name is their second guy. Two guys that have done decent this camp also looking to trade for a kicker. So uh, this thing, this carousel is going to get shaken up in a big way uh, over the next week, week and a half before, you know, games start.
2: Yeah. So you buy, so you're buying the fact that Titans are making calls.
0: I do, but yeah, I buy the <laughs> fact that they're making calls. I don't necessarily buy the fact that they would give up a fifth round pick or a sixth round pick for Nick Folk. So should they,
2: should they give up that, that capital for a kicker? That's <laughs> oh, a man, Nick that's Folk tough. like
0: fifth, no seventh. Yes. Sixth probably is what I would like. I think it's hard with Nick Folk though, because he's 38 or 39 and like how many years of him do you actually have? And are you willing to like lose a sixth round pick for a guy who's going to kick for one year? I wouldn't give up a fifth rounder for him. Um, You know, if it's a Blake groupie or will Lutz, yes, they should. So,
2: I can't hear you. I that was a weird mute. Uh you've got Nick Folk down I-65 and Mason Crosby He's kicking at Brentwood High School right now,
0: you know? Nick Folk is a lot better than Mason Crosby.
2: But they're both they're late 30s. I mean,
0: yeah, like I think Nick Folk is as reliable of as an option as you're going to find for the Titans. Like no, he's as good as he gets right now.
2: Uh, yeah, I feel like with Mason Crosby though, he I feel like he is a little bit of Ryan Suckup after the Titans moved on from him, because Ryan Suckup be. is Ryan Suckup's fall with the Titans was because he was not fully healed from the injury, and then he took that gap time, got healthy, and then he won a Super Bowl with Tampa. Yeah, and I mean, was looking good, right? And you know he's also up there in age, and I did see that Suckup uh, posted a social media of getting ready for year fifteen. Uh, And so I think Mason Crosby, I would rather sign Mason Crosby down the street than trade for Nick folk is my point.
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends on, I don't know. Like it's tough. Is Mason Crosby, are you confident that he's better than the other replacement free agents? I don't know if I have a ton of confidence in that.
2: I think Crosby is healthy. I think he's motivated. I think he wants to be a Titan because he lives down the road in Brentwood. I think he's, been working he just posted that he made a 60 yard field goal uh on the, the the turf there at Brentwood High um I, I think he's I don't
0: doubt that he's like in NFL shape I just like is he gonna be that much better than the other guys out there and, and so like but it, at that be... point it's just another veteran option that you're cycling in and giving a shot,
2: but you also know that Mason Crosby mentally can deal with what True. it takes to being a kicker. Where I mean,
0: he's had some really bad years and really bad games and bounced back okay, like and found a way to bounce back and have good years and and have a very long career. I think Nick Folk is the gold standard right now, uh, but I don't expect the Titans to trade for a kicker like Nick Folk who doesn't have long-term value to them. I think a guy like Blake groupie who could be like, if the saints are going to keep Will Lutz or even keep groupie and trade Lutz, the Titans could see value in going and trading for a kicker that could stick on their roster for three years and be like, okay, yeah. we, it, like let's give up a fifth or a sixth rounder and we've got our kicker for the next three seasons. That's a possibility. Do yeah. I expect them to trade for one today though? No.
2: Yeah. Uh, Pistol Ramsey says a 60-yard high school field goals are wider than NFL. Well, yeah. I mean, the field goal post is five feet wider in high school than the NFL, but when you drill it down the middle, it doesn't necessarily matter. <laughs> it wasn't True. like it was uh, you know fading the one way or the other. Uh, it was straight down the pipe there uh, for Mason Crosby. I, I just know I'd, I feel like he'd take it. I feel like Mason Crosby would be there in 20 minutes because that's how long it takes to get from Brentwood to uh, St. Thomas Sports Park. If the Titans wanted to do that. So, anyway, Diana Rossini did say the Titans among teams uh, who are making calls around the league uh, for trading for a kicker. So, we'll see how all that goes. But, Sam, it is now time for our Tuesday sports trivia immaculate grid style. Let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> by wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is where you should turn to make them a part of your new car buying process. So go see them in Lebanon or online in our guy Painbone Bone, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Sam, time for the Immaculate Grid Tuesday Sports Trivia. Uh, we're trying to, you know, tinker with Tuesday Sports Trivia. And I think the Immaculate Grid could be a fun way for us to do this. We did it and tried it out last week on a time crunch. Uh, but Sam, let's get this thing rolling here on uh, attempt number two at the Immaculate Grid.
0: Yep, we're going to do the NFL Grid today. So here's a look at what we got. Uh, here's how we're going to do this today, chat. We are going to go in order left to right, top to bottom. And, and we're just going to all throw suggestions one at a time. Less chaos, easier to coordinate. So let's start top left here. We are looking for a player that was both a Buffalo Bill and a Jacksonville Jaguar. So, Buffalo Bill, Jacksonville Jaguar is the first one we're trying to get as obscure as possible with these. Do you have anybody that's coming to mind, Austin? Bill and Jaguar off the top of your head.
2: Bill and Jaguar.
0: Zay Jones from Titans, Kyle is a decent one. I think that's a, that is a good one to potentially go with.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not familiar with Steve Christie to know. Steve, Steve Christie,
2: uh, wide receiver for the bills back in the day. I don't know. Wait, or it's no Steve Christie's bad? the kicker. Steve the Christie's kicker? a kicker, right?
0: I have no idea. I've never heard of Steve Christie in my life Can't,
2: when we cannot do coaches. Right
0: No, Just play. players.
2: Yeah. So Steve Christie's the kicker.
0: Blake Bortles did not play in a game for the bills. Uh, so that one's not going to go.
2: I think Steve Christie would be great. And Scott is our guy when it comes to that. That's like a nineties kicker.
0: Steve Christie. All right. I like that nineties kicker. That's what we're going to roll with. Yep. Incorrect. Ooh, no Steve Christie. So I'll Steve Christie's incorrect. So we got to we got that one wrong. All right. We Did you wow. spell it right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it pops up with options. So, okay. No. Oh, for one, not a good start for the grid. We're going to move on bills and Packers bills and Packers. Now is our next one. I think Sammy Watkins first go bills and Packers. Sammy Watkins is one. Um, can we get a little bit more obscure with it? Hmm. Bill EJ Manuel never played for the Packers. That was Mr. Jones's suggestion. Yeah. <clears throat> Sammy Watkins is what we've got so far. I
2: think I think we just need to go with Sammy Watkins. All right, we, need, we, need to get, we need to get something started here.
0: Let's go with Sammy Watkins. 19%. That's not too bad. That is not too bad. Next up, it's going to be a 1,000-yard receiving season for the Buffalo Bills. For the Buffalo Bills, we want to avoid doing... The obvious stefan diggs yeah um stevie Let's,
2: johnson stevie johnson would be good did stevie uh, johnson do a thousand yards with the bills
0: i think he did
2: don uh, bb
0: would be don Beebe would be really good
2: did don bb have a thousand andre reed that's you know that's a older one but I think Stevie Johnson would be better of a guess than Andre Reed. Hmm. Eric Molds would probably be too popular.
0: I don't think Molds is going to be that popular. You don't? No. <sighs> I think Stevie Johnson's more popular than Eric Molds.
2: Victor Cruz didn't do that with the no, no. not with the Bills. Neither did Peerless Price. I don't. Yeah, think.
0: this is a. Important thing here had to do it with the bills. Not just the 1000 yard guy that played for the bills had to do it with the bills. All right. Eric molds or Stevie Johnson, Austin, you make the call. Are we sure they both did it? That's the other question. Eric molds. Absolutely. Yeah. But did Stevie Johnson do it? Maybe that's why he's less popular. I don't know. What do you think?
2: I'll go with Eric molds then.
0: All right. Eric molds is going to be the answer. Let's see. What's the chat saying? chat is saying molds. Okay. 7% for Eric molds. Uh, that was, oh, a okay. was a good one. All right. Apparently, peer,
2: apparently peerless price, peerless price did in 2002. That probably would have been even better.
0: All right. I'm going to take a <coughs> screenshot. We're going to get a note, uh, another updated okay. grid here <coughs> up into the chat, and then I'll show you what we're working with. But we're looking for right now a jet and a Jaguar. It is a jet and a Jaguar. That is uh, next up on our list. This is what we have so far. Jet and a Jaguar. Hmm. Jet and a Jag. Hmm. Trying to think of like a defensive guy might uh, might have done it. I feel like.
2: Man, I I don't I don't know. Oh, James Robinson. Good That's job. A good hey, one. We, have a, we have a Jags fan in here. Yeah. Can you give us a deeper cut than <laughs> James Robinson?
0: James Robinson is gonna work, but yeah, can we find a little bit of a deeper cut? Um I'm trying to think of like I feel a like Jags. I know nothing
2: about the Jets.
0: What about like did Marquise Lee ever play for the Jets?
2: That would did, be what about what about Keelan Cole? Did Keelan Cole play for the Jets? He played for the Raiders. I feel like Keelan Cole played for the Jets.
0: I don't know if I remember. I
2: think he did because I think the I think the Titans played Keelan. Yeah, Cole. well, Jags
0: got juices in agreement, so we're gonna roll. Keelan
2: with it. Cole. Yes,
0: Keelan Cole is going to be our answer. All right, four percent. Good yes. one. Let's go. All right, we're moving on. You see next one. It is Jets and Packers has to have played in a game, so none of these new transitions—the Lazard, uh, Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers guys—are going to work. Has to have played in a game. We've got Favre if we need Favre. Um, hmm. And yes, I say his name like that on purpose, but uh, I don't want to do Brett Favre. I would obviously Jets like to and think of something a little bit. Did Mark Sanchez play for the Packers? He popped on with a. Uh, no, I don't think he got into a game. Tim
2: Boyle, Titans, Kyle, but I don't know if Tim Boyle played Tim Boyle. In a regular season game for both.
0: Uh, did Eddie Lacy play for the Jets? No.
2: Did Tim uh, Boyle, Titans, Kyle, who's coming to Tim Boyle? Did he play? For... I don't remember
0: him in a game with Green Bay. Like, do you remember him playing for Groom Bay? I know he played for the the Jets, right? No, he hasn't played for the Jets either. He just got to the Jets. Who? Tim Boyle. Oh. Or maybe he has. I don't know. Bubba it, Franks? Know Connor
2: says. said Bubba Franks. Old tight end. It was basically a tackle.
0: Well, are we sure he did? If he did it, well, we're going with Bubba Franks, but...
2: Yeah, Jordy Nelson didn't play for the Ooh, Jets. Ooh,
0: Mercedes but... Lewis could be a good one. That would have been a good one for the Jags, but...
2: Oh, yeah. Dang. Wait, did we do Jags-Packers yet?
0: Uh, That is not an option. Oh. It, no, yeah, so I guess not. Um, all right, let's pick something here. What are we doing? Jordy Nelson didn't play for the Jets, did he? No. He, no, maybe. I don't know.
2: Randall Cobb doesn't count. Any of the Packers that are new to the Jets that have not played yet don't count.
0: Are we going to just roll with Titans Kyle and do Tim Boyle? That's the question of the day. I don't think he's played in a game for the Clay Jets. Clay
2: Matthews? Bart Scott? Did Bart Scott play for the Packers?
0: Did Clay Matthews play for the Jets? I know he played for like the... Who did he play for after Green Bay, Clay Matthews? I thought he went to uh, the Rams.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're just going to have to... Are we Are going to have to go cop out and do...
0: Brett Favre is the only one I know for sure that did it right now.
2: Mm. So Chris stress asked, what's the question? We need somebody that's played for the we Packers and the
0: Jets. If we need to think of something better than Brett Favre. Yeah, I let's mean, skip like it. Brett Favre is going to be. All right. Next one. A Jets 1,000 yard receiving season. Brandon Marshall. Wayne Corbett. Yeah. Uh, Eric Decker. Uh huh. I wonder if like Jameson Crowder Ooh,
2: Santana Moss <laughs> Santana Moss is a hell of a call. Santana Moss from Chris. I like that one a lot. Right. Oh Laverne Laver- no Lavernius Coles.
0: He, they have to have had a thousand yards, though. We need to be sure they Dude, had a thousand the- yards. I don't know if Lavernius Coles ever had a thousand yards. Uh, probably not like
2: Santana Moss is a great one though.
0: Hmm. I, we keep seeing a couple of, I'm going to go with it. Lavernius Coles. Send it.
2: Okay. 4%. Nice. Nice. So you want to update us a graphic here with this?
0: Yep. So okay. Here's so our- I'm
2: just well, while you do that, I'm going to explain what we've got going on for some new people. So this is the Immaculate Grid. We have to find and fill out the grid matches here. But you know, for the Packers Jets, Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, anybody who's coming over from the Packers to the Jets currently that have yet to play in a regular season game for the Jets do not count. So <clears throat> you know, our goal is to get the lowest percentage possible here. So we're doing a pretty good job. With the ones that we've gotten, we've just taken a long time.
0: Yeah. So we need to think of now a Patriot and a Jaguar. uh, Somebody who has played in games for both of them. Um, So. Patriot and a Jag. Patriot and a Jag is what's up next. Patriot and a Jaguar.
2: Fred Taylor was what I was thinking. Fred Taylor, okay. And Philip... Um, Philip Dorsett. Do you play? I don't know if you... I think Fred Taylor is probably a safe one. And we're getting some people saying Mark Brunel.
0: Did he play for the Pats?
2: I don't know. Like Garrett Blunt did not play for the Jags.
0: No, he did not. So All I right. would
2: say Fred Ooh. Taylor...
0: I just saw a personal one, though. I don't know if he did it, but Cassius Marsh would be
2: interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, that would be. I do think he did did, did play for both those teams. Because he was with New England before he was with the Bears, and I you think can do it if Cal- you want. To, all right, we'll do it, Cassius Marsh. I mean, that's going to be if this is a a good one. Yeah, zero point three percent from Noah. Wow. And Cassius Marsh, Noah. that's a great poll. I heard that name. He's a bear, so I've got I've got a little uh, love for Cassius. Marsh. We're
2: getting a lot of Kyle Brady's. Where would Kyle Brady fit
0: here? Uh, Tight end, uh,
2: Kyle Brady.
0: I don't know. Um, well, we've got all right. So next up would be Packers, Patriots, Packers, Patriots. Hackers and Patriots and then a Patriots one thousand yard receiver.
2: Mm. Patriots one thousand yard receiver. I don't think Aaron Hernandez ever had it.
0: No, I don't I'm believe to think so. off the
2: grid here.
0: Yeah, Brandon Cooks. It's too recent, probably. Um, uh,
2: wait. Packer, wait, Mercedes Lewis, where does he fit <clears throat> in this? I, I
0: can't, I don't remember him playing for the Patriots. Did Mercedes Lewis play for the Patriots? I don't think so. He was a Jag.
2: Ty Montgomery.
0: Oh, that's the one we're going with. Uh, that's a great one. It's a great for which,
2: one. which box? Oh, he does fit into a couple of them. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Which one do we want to use? Which one do we think is more obscure for Ty Montgomery? Ty
2: Montgomery
0: he would be a Patriot and a Packer. He I think he played for the Jets as well. So I think he's Jets, Packers, or Patriots, Packers. I so say Ty we go Montgomery. I
2: say we go Jets Packers. We had a hard one with that.
0: All right. Ty Montgomery is what we're going there. That's a three percent. That's nice. a good one. All right. Now we need to go with a a Packer that also played for the Patriots. A Packer and a Patriot.
2: Bobby Leases, Stanley Morgan, a thousand yard receiver for the Patriots. I will go put that in that. That's a guy that's
0: confident. That's a guy that's confident. That's a 2% guess. That's a good Bobby. Big pull. Love that. That was a guy that was, yeah, he was ready. Uh, Amendola would have done well for jets and something, but.
2: You want to go ahead and get us a uh, upgraded screenshot here?
0: Yeah, we can do one. Immaculate
2: grid here. We're going through this. Sam's going to see an upgraded screenshot. Again, let's remember rules stand. No Googling. I don't want to have people Google um, on this too, but trying to fill in the rest of these gaps here on the immaculate grid on our trivia Tuesday.
0: All right, here we go. Screenshots uploading right now. Here's our updated board. We, need, we only have one more guess because we missed on the Jags and Bills, but we're yeah. looking for a Packer and a Patriot. Martellus Bennett is a good one. That is a very good one from DeMario.
2: I like – did Martellus Bennett play for the
0: yeah. Packers? Yes. yes, he did play for the Packers Let's after do Mar- the Bears. Uh, Let's do
2: Martellus Bennett then.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Martellus Bennett – is a 53% wow their whole thing that is shocking to me that 53% of people that filled out Packer Patriot went for Martellus Bennett I thought that was a deep cut for a minute I forgot he played like a couple games with the Packers man oh hey so we're done right yeah we're done good
2: effort what happens when we
0: don't fill out all nine boxes? Uh, you get a 100 for the oh. rarity score on that one. So our score was 195 uh, as total, with 100 of that being uh, the top left that we got incorrect.
2: Okay. So so 195, we'll, we'll get better. We'll continue to work our way down. Hey, there we go for you know week two of the Immaculate Grid experiment. We'll uh, continue to work on that and workshop it uh, for Tuesday's Sports stream. But that'll do it for us. Cut day is today. A lot of news to keep track of. Uh, with A to Z and all over social media. So make sure you like the show before we go and subscribe to our channel for up-to-date uh, content and news regarding Cutdown day, all over the website reacting to it. Uh, Buck rising has uh, the first shot at tonight with A to Z sports primetime at eight. We'll be back tomorrow morning on a Wednesday to react to the Titans initial roster. We'll see you guys then appreciate it as always.